there! You're listening to Make New Friends, a weekly podcast about the trials and tribulations found in the realm of friendship. We're your hosts, Mary Aikman and Sienna Mooney. Let's make new friends! Woo! Yay! We're back! Yay. We're back! <laughs> oh. We're back! So, a little bit of transparency. <laughs> Sienna and I definitely recorded this episode already, and then I deleted my side of the recording. Tisk tisk, Mary. Tisk tisk. So once this episode is released, everyone can shame me on Twitter if you want. It's <laughs> at Mary Aikman, or you can shame me through our public account. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it has been a few weeks anyway since we've had a, ne- a new episode out. So right, it must be nice to hear our voices once again, right? Yeah. Hopefully. I hope you guys are excited for the rest of this. If you remember, episode 12 ended with a BFF breakup. So this half of season one, we're going to sort of talk about how you can maybe be a little bit better of a friend, kind of look inward and see maybe what's missing, but also take a look at some uh, some other some other friendships that are out there, like historical friendships, and it's going to be exciting, guys, so get ready. Yeah, awesome. Cool. <laughs> yeah, if you have any ideas about what historical friends that we should talk about, make sure to let us know via any of our social media. Y'all know how to get in touch. Y'all, Y'all know. know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this episode is all about becoming a better quality friend. Uh, not necessarily becoming better friends with someone you're already friends with, but just being a better quality friend. I think that's the the key fact here. So have you ever been a bad friend, Sienna? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think everyone's been a bad friend at times. <laughs> And I think it would be really weird if someone was like, no, I'm a perfect friend. Yeah, they'd be like totally delusional (laughs) if they said that. (laughs) Right, right. So, um, you know, like everyone's been a bad friend. (laughs) But I think uh, probably the instance I'm thinking of is just the fact that I am pretty passive aggressive and I I have – difficulty communicating my needs for various reasons but you know I just want to lay it all out on the table that um you know I could be way better at talking to people when I have an issue rather than kind of bottling it up and letting it just like fester and turn into this huge problem when it's really probably not that big of a problem at all so there you go yeah I can be a bad friend sometimes and I'm sorry Mine is similar in that I have an issue with communication, but not necessarily communicating my problems, but just communicating in general. (laughs) Yes, yes. Sometimes I am bad about like messaging people back Mm -hmm. or if they ask me, hey, do you want to hang out? I'm sometimes I'm like, oh, crap. I don't know. Like, I think my introvertedness gets in the way sometimes mm-hmm. um because i know that a lot of people their issues with like you know not responding to people is sometimes like oh anxiety or mm-hmm. like uh um just not in a good like mental headspace but like for me a lot of the time it's just like i just need some time alone yeah <laughs> and i need some time to just like do my own thing and usually that means like i don't want to respond to people like, if I'm in really in the, like, middle of a TV show or if I'm, like, in the middle of something, I don't, like, stop and, like, 
answer a text. Yeah. And then a lot of the time I just forget. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I say, oh, I'll handle this later. And then I forget for like three days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty common. Uh, I know firsthand how common it is. But also, I mean, like, I feel as though that's pretty common with a lot of people. Like, nowadays, everyone has so much going on. And, you know, with stuff like Snapchat and Instagram stories and whatever new fandangled thing is out there, it feels pretty easy to be like, oh, I know what this person's doing. uh, So I don't need to uh, maybe reach out or respond to that text or whatever because you feel almost as though you're always in like constant contact mm, so true that's another way to look at it but I mean it's good that you're trying to find like a <laughs> a positive spin yeah a positive <laughs> spin on it um but I'm sure there's lots of people that have considered me a bad friend because of how bad I am at that like at yeah. just communicating in general not just like answering text back but just like talking to people flat out yeah because like you said I feel like I'm always kind of updated and I am not the type of person that needs that like constant like interaction to feel like a friendship is real and we've mentioned all this before and it's no surprise to everyone who's been listening to the podcast uh, since the beginning but um, it does fall into the realm of the conversation today yeah definitely so we've got an article by Thought Catalog and it's and in this article there are like 18 different ways to be a better best friend but we're basically going to walk you through some some ways that you could look at your friendship and the way that you're acting as a friend and maybe apply some of these things or see where you're lacking and obviously all of this take it with a grain of salt and look at your relationships and see where you need to apply certain techniques or, you know, it's tailor-made to your needs, right? Cool. Okay. So, um, okay, Mary, what do you think is probably like the easiest way that you could become a better quality friend? Like what would be the first thing you would probably say to someone who feels like they're not a very good friend at the moment? I'm going to spin that question just a little and, like, reframe it and say, like, what – if I was the bad friend, what would I do? Because I think that's a little bit easier. Okay. So I think the first thing people need to do is just kind of stop and, like, ask yourself what you've done for them. Oh, yeah. Recently because I think sometimes you just, like – you're just friends with someone and you're not actively thinking about how you're taking each friend step, you know? It's yeah. like you're just being a friend. You're not actually thinking about the process of it. And so you may think like, oh, I'm that person's friend. But like, are you though? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you have to kind of just stop and reevaluate. Um, so a good way to do that is to ask like, what have I done for them? I totally agree. And also when you were speaking, it kind of made me think that sometimes in these relationships – it can be very easy to almost go on autopilot and go through the motions mm. and maybe not be in the moment as much as you could be. And uh, so, yeah, I think by stopping and seeing and evaluating the relationship, I think that's probably a good starting point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good advice, good advice. What do you think the next step should be? After you realize, oh, I actually haven't, been that great of a friend or I actually haven't done like this that and the other for them recently Mm -hmm. what would be next well I think if I was the one who was 
needing to pull more weight in the relationship, um, I think I would figure out in what ways I needed to, but really it does come down to communication. I think that's something that we've talked about a lot. It's like we've hit on that. (laughs) Yeah. It's like you have to communicate. And like, as I've said so many times, uh, friendship is a two way street. Um, but you know, you can't take a shot, everyone. (laughs) You can't expect your friend to just read your mind, for instance, if something's bothering you. So if you have a problem with them, you need to be able to communicate with them and tell them uh, and express how you're feeling so that you can squash that beef. Take another shot, everybody. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think that's just that's just like solid gold friendship tip. Communicate, squash that beef, you know. Yeah. I feel like a class that we need to take in like high school should be like communicating with humans 101 yes not just communications 101 but like communicating with humans (laughs) yeah yeah like forget like uh college preparedness or like i don't know like those like career planning classes they make you take but like how to be a person Mm -hmm. yeah i think uh pretty necessary imagine how many things would be solved in our world if people just learned how to communicate better and more like confidently (laughs) yeah confidently too because like with me for instance being passive aggressive I think because I have such like low self-esteem I wait until like the last possible moment to bring something up like until I've gone through every other alternate option because I don't want to have a confrontation. I don't want to like stir the pot if it doesn't need to be. So yeah, I need that confidence, you know. Um, Do you have any other, any other uh, ways to become a better quality friend? (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) Um, One of them I think is like you need to spend one-on-one time with people. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, because like forgetting social media where it's like a bunch of people at once and everyone can see everyone's conversations, Right. you tend to, I mean, I tend to hang out with people in groups. I do like occasionally hang out with people one-on-one, but like most of the time it's with a group of people and you're never going to be able to get to know everyone yeah. when it's like seven people at dinner or like at a party situation. So if there's someone that you like are already friends with or someone you just want to get to know better, you can't do that unless you actually hang out one-on-one. I agree. And um, I think it can be daunting as well to uh, hang out with someone one-on-one, especially if you feel like the friendship is like a little new or like in a previous episode we talked about stealing friendships from other people. Uh, and so you might feel like, oh, I don't want my other friend to feel like I'm stealing this new friend but um yeah I definitely think that one-on-one hangs are great for strengthening the bonds and creating those like inside jokes and also just like getting to know them again right that ties into my next tip which is uh learn something new about them it can be anything but if you've been friends with someone for so long you might 
feel like you know everything you might get a bit lazy it's kind of like like a romantic relationship and you need to like spice things up you know and be like (laughs) would you rather have chocolate fingers or peanut butter toes for the rest of your life you know you could learn a lot chocolate fingers i i agree (laughs) peanut butter toes would be really weird (laughs) so you could just lick your fingers that's some kinky shit yeah tweet us guys would you rather have chocolate fingers or peanut butter toes tweet us at new friends pod let us know (laughs) uh but yeah so i think just like finding out those new things uh especially with those friendships that have been like you know those long lasting ones new stuff happens all the time and uh, you know you gotta you gotta stay updated yeah yeah and we've learned so much about each other through this yes and this is all like this is all one-on-one time I mean sometimes Pappy's hanging out in the background but like yeah most of the time it's just us talking and we're learning about like our lives when we were children mm-hmm. and like even like updating ourselves on our lives now because obviously we don't live in the same country so it's hard but, like, we understand now how valuable that time can be. Though, like, most of the time that we've hung out has been one-on-one anyway. Yeah. But, like, we still are learning about each other, like, every day, essentially, that we talk. Yeah, definitely. And I think that it's been really good for our uh, relationship because it's gone below just, like, surface level, which I think is pretty common with internet friendships is you just sort of – stay on the surface and then you know eventually it turns into something else yeah (laughs) another really good way that you can become a better quality friend to someone is if you're just there for them Mm -hmm. and you guys may notice that all of these tips kind of link in together like one tip can help you get to another tip or another way but if you're there for someone that means that you're just like you're just there sometimes you don't realize when you're like having a hard day <laughs> what there if you're there for someone you're there for Whoa, someone. that's crazy <laughs> but really sometimes you don't realize you're having a bad day or that your friend is having a bad day and if you're i think this is a major thing for me like sometimes i'm not there for people like i'm not waiting or i'm not like able to drop everything at a dime so that I can listen to a friend's problems mm. or, like, help them get through, like, a rough day. And I definitely think that for me, I put my other work in front of my friendships. Okay. So if you're just there for someone, you're able to drop everything and say, like, okay, that's fine. I have a couple hours that we can just chat. Yeah. Um, And I can, you know, learn about whatever you're going through or I can just help you if that's what you need. I've always really valued those sort of friendships that uh, you feel like you could call them in the middle of the night and they'll, you know, help you out of a rough patch or something or, like uh, – that they're there for you, I know, is, like, yeah. kind of cheesy, but it's, <laughs> it's true. It's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. I remember this moment in university where I had a friend who liked our other friend, but the girl that he liked started going out with our other friend um, pretty much, like, really suddenly. 
And so he was really taken aback. And he called me. And I he had never called me before. Like, we were friends, but we weren't like, let's talk on the phone, yeah. friends. And I was – I didn't know anything had happened yet because him and the guy that she ended up dating – live together so he calls me and I'm just like what why and like I didn't answer the phone because I was like really like I I was like I can't talk on the phone with him right now like what the heck and like if I we ended up later getting lunch and talking about it but if I had just given him like an hour like mm-hmm. he probably wouldn't have had such like it was I don't he acted like it was very traumatic for him at the yeah. time um like I think he got over it pretty quickly but I definitely wasn't a very good friend in that I wasn't willing to like I should have realized I probably did realize that something was wrong because he was calling me like he doesn't call me yeah so I think that's like an example of one time when I just wasn't there for someone right and I also think that when it comes to being there a lot of the time it does have to do with like a a bad situation or an uncomfortable situation yes and sometimes it's just really hard to um i guess put yourself in like a neutral position or put yourself in a position where you can like listen and try to give advice yeah and that can just be like mentally draining on you not just on the person who's going through it and i think that for me i tend to shy away from those situations i'm like i don't want to deal with it (laughs) yeah but do you think that now after that experience if uh someone called you randomly do you think you'd be more inclined to answer or do you think you would still just not really answer i'd probably be more inclined to answer i mean i think that was in 2004 14 so it's definitely it's been a couple years i've i've kind of grown up from (laughs) yeah from that situation but yeah i think i definitely would uh because i think most people that would call me randomly don't live around me Mm -hmm. in that situation they like lived around me um so if someone called me randomly i probably would be like a little worried (laughs) yeah definitely um, but maybe they just want to talk. Who exa- knows? Well, going off of just wanting to talk, my tip is to call your friend for no reason. But I also want to say that I think it's okay to text as well. Um, especially, you know, these days, who has the time to talk on the phone? But um, I think the important thing is to strike up a conversation and have those uh, lines of communication flowing freely. You know what I'm saying? Because like, the last person I talked to, apart from you, Mary, um, and obviously my husband, was my mom on FaceTime. And she calls me, like, a couple times a week or at least once a week. And it's just to talk. It's not like, oh, are you coming over? Because obviously she's in another country. But it's it's just to be like, hey, how's your week going? What's What are you doing? And um, I... You know, sometimes it's a little like, mom, like, <laughs> I'm trying to play Sims or whatever. <laughs> um, but for the most part, it, it is it is nice because uh, sometimes you can just forget what it's like to talk to another person. Uh, just speaking from personal experience, living at home, being alone most of the time. But um, so, yeah, uh, call your friend say what's up just chat for for no reason i never call my friends i know you don't you're all, you're all, you're like uh 100% business like you're <laughs> business mary when you text 
it's with purpose. Like, yes, you want to record? We still recording tomorrow? <laughs> hey, bad news. Deleted the audio. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, um, don't hate me. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I, I don't hate you. I'm just teasing you. So, <laughs> so now we're going to take a quick break and then we'll get back and we'll talk a little bit more about some of the other ways that you can become a better quality friend. Hey guys, it's Sienna. Thank you so much for listening to episode 13 of Make New Friends. It feels really good to be back, so I hope you guys are enjoying the episode. I don't have too many announcements this week, so let's just jump right on in. If you didn't know by now, we don't actually pay to advertise the podcast in any way, but if you like what we're doing here at Make New Friends and want to show your support, then it would really mean a lot to us if you'd spread the good, good word. Obviously, you can tweet about us, or if you're feeling particularly motivated, you might even consider writing a five-paragraph essay for your language arts class all about how much you're digging Make New Friends. But however you end up spreading the word, we greatly appreciate it. Um, don't forget that you can also leave us a review on iTunes, which not only helps us, but it also makes it easier for new people to find the podcast too. So it's a win-win for everybody. Okay, that's about all I have for you this week. The next episode of Make New Friends will be out on October 18th. And with that, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back. Hello. Right. So we're talking about ways that you can become a better quality friend. Um, and we've already gone over a few of them, such as asking yourself what you've done for your friend lately, getting better at communicating your needs, and just being there for your friends. Um, but let's go over some other ways that you can be a better friend. Uh, one that I want to talk about is hanging out with their friends. So even though it might seem like it, you're not actually your friend's only friend. Of course, sometimes that may be the case. Like, I don't have that many friends, so it kind of feels like I only have, like, one friend at a time when I'm hanging out with them. But it is important to remember that it's a good way to get to know your friend a little better if you hang out with them and their other friend groups. I think that this is a good way to kind of see where you stand in the scheme of the friendship because for all you know you might be thinking oh we're not that close but then when you're lumped together with this group of people you and your friend actually have so much more in common and maybe your bond is strengthened even more like if you're playing games or something maybe you're playing taboo and you're getting everything right uh, and that can be really great um, and it can also be the opposite effect and you might think oh we, we need to work on our communication you know so or sometimes you just realize that they are a different person with different people yes and that can be a good or bad thing but it's good to have different perspectives of people because the way you see someone in one group they could be really shy and then in another group they're really outgoing and so yeah. you learn more about them in learning why they're like that with different people um and that could be lead you to a better friendship or it could lead you to realizing oh maybe this isn't the kind of person i want to be associated with i do think that the benefit of hanging out with their friends is you gain more perspective on your specific relationship because it's seen in a different context to maybe what you're used to doing normally. 
Heard. 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 My next tip is to put away your technology, which is super hard, I know. But also, at least in my life, I don't find this to be that big of a issue. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I go out to dinner with friends, I usually only bring out my phone if we're, like, taking a picture of something or, like, like I get an urgent text message or phone call, which I never get phone calls, so... That doesn't happen. (laughs) So if this is a problem for you and you can't put down your phone, this is definitely a way for you to uh, look at your friendship and say, oh, I've been like putting too much emphasis on my phone when I'm with other people. Right. You might not even realize you're doing it uh, because it's so ingrained for you to just pick up your phone and like be on it. It's like a fidget spinner. (laughs) (laughs) It, like, helps you uh, stay focused, but at the same time, it pulls your focus as well. Yeah, you don't want to be splitting your attention from your friend to your Twitter timeline, for instance. But, I mean, there have been plenty of times when Mary and I have hung out and we've both been on our phones or our laptops. And I think the important thing is uh, you should both be doing the activity together. It shouldn't just be... One person is on their phone while the other person is trying to have a heart-to-heart, you know? Right. Not good. That would <laughs> no. not be good. But you can also use technology to help make your friendships better, whether that is through things we've already mentioned, like Twitter. And Snapchat, or though. through – sorry? Snapchat, like Snapchat filters and yeah. all that fun, cool Yeah, that's exactly stuff. what I was going to say is, like, you can just take silly pictures together when mm-hmm. you're around or if you're separate – Um, And then those are, you know, fun memories that aren't connected to a place or a specific time, but it's just, like, using technology in a positive way. Yeah. I think the main thing is, like, you want to be in the moment, and if you are using technology to be in the moment, then that's fine. But, uh, like, don't ignore your friend while you're hanging out with them, you know. That's probably not good. And that goes on to one that is very simple, and it's just one word. Listen. Listen, you guys. Like, if your friend's talking to you, really take the time to understand what they're saying and absorb it, think about it, and respond in uh, an appropriate way. Um, You know, sometimes it can be hard, especially if you are really busy, but I think with friendship, it's important to, as we said earlier, be there. So listening's an easy way to do that. Just like put down your phone and absorb what they're saying. So for example, you're sitting at a table and your name is Samuel Tarley and your significant other is sitting across the <laughs> table from you and they spill a huge plot filler for Game of Thrones and you completely miss it because you weren't listening to her. You should always listen. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> Sienna's What? <laughs> I don't I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I think everyone who does will appreciate this and they will understand. You know what? I'm just going to pretend like, oh my god, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, did you see? Like, could you believe Arya did that? Like, oh, wow. 
It's like, girl, Actually, girl. And and what about uh um uh Bryn? Like, ooh, ooh, Bryn. I don't know. Is that a name? <laughs> Uh, what about um, well we have a brawn and a brianne <laughs> i was talking about both of them <laughs> oh my gosh oh and what about um cersei like dang you know <laughs> like what a bitch cersei more like <laughs> sir see you later yeah that's right i said it <laughs> Oh, gosh. Oh, Oh, my God. Okay, Pappy, one, keep that all in. Don't delete one word of it. Two. Oh, my God. And you can't forget about Tyrion. Like, Tyrion. (laughs) I'm Tyrion up over here. You know, like, guys. Yeah, boy. That's my, that's my dude. That's my dude. And, oh, my, John. John. I know you're out. John. John. <laughs> For someone who doesn't watch Game of Thrones, you sure know a lot of the characters. People say their names, right? So, <laughs> oh my gosh. And oh, you saw you saw that dragon, right? <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Man. Do you know the dragon's name? <sighs> I, wow, fake fan, fake fan. You know what, Mary? I gave the dragon my own name, all right? <laughs> Because I, I am the mother of dragons. <laughs> yes. End scene. <laughs> okay, I think we're, we're done. I can't, that's all I can do. I can't do anything else. Anyway. So, the important thing to learn from this conversation is that you should listen to people. Yes, or you might miss something. <laughs> or you might miss something. I mean, like, I, I don't know about you, but I watched Game of Thrones, so, like, I knew. <laughs> Stop. okay okay you have the next one you should go next next point to become a better friend is learn to forgive but not too easily Mm, yeah hold like a little bit of a grudge at first (laughs) don't listen to me guys that's not true you should forgive your friends no but you're right in that you shouldn't forgive them completely because if you forgive someone completely then you give room for them to abuse you again Mm. and first of all you don't want a friend like that anyway but you should also like try to learn from things and as long as you like remember the transgression or the incident then Mm. you're able to like make your friendship better rather than uh holding on to a grudge or giving yourself open to more hurt um so it's like a it's a balancing act almost because you don't want to be too forgiving and you don't want to be too grudge holding. Yeah, totally. I have a really hard time with that, like not holding grudges. Um, but I think that sort of thing takes time to get better at, you know, like uh, it can be really hard to forgive for uh, something that hurt you really bad. Um, and also depending on like what it was, sometimes it's just like unforgivable and the friendship can be lost after that but on small things especially in the moment you might feel really cut up about it but you should look at the rest of the friendship and decide like is this worth like ending a friendship over or can I forgive this um and I think you know 
and that's something you gotta figure out. But just remember, grudges aren't always the right way to go. I said to myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, going off of your point, another way to become a better friend is also to just remind your friend of your history with them. And that can sound like a little ominous, like, I know what you did last summer, Becky. <laughs> but, like, in reality, it just means, like, if you have a history with someone, you should bring that up. And that should be a part of the fabric of your friendship and not just, like, swept under the rug, mm -hmm. if you will. Um, that was a lot of, like, good imagery there. I liked that. Uh, <laughs> so points for me. Um, yeah, and I think that that can be – that can be, I think, something that is overlooked a lot, like just being in the present. But, um, you know, inside jokes last forever, I would say. And I, I love a good chuckle, so – uh, you know, if if you're my friend, bring up that embarrassing thing we did together in like seventh grade, and who knows? <laughs> yeah. Going back to the point before, uh, a way that at least in my life, sometimes I've had arguments with friends is that I've tried to give advice, and that advice has not gone over well. Mm. So another point is to work on your advice giving skills. When someone asks you for your feedback on their problems, ask yourself these questions. Was I really listening to what was going on? Will this advice address their problems? And is this advice for them or for me? Because a lot of the time I think we talk for ourselves and we try to improve situations for ourselves rather than for our friend. And so if it's a friend going through something, you might give them advice that makes your life easier because you've had to deal with them and their issues. And so you say, okay, well, why don't you do this? And a lot of the time, and like I think we, everyone who's listening can agree, it makes you feel superior in a way or it gives you like a good like glow. Like, oh, I've, done, I've just done something good. Yeah. Which is not – first of all, you don't want to do that – with your friends you just want to be there for them you don't want to be giving advice or doing things just to get gratification for doing them mm -hmm. but yeah i'm just gonna end it there <laughs> uh that is a good point and i think that's something everyone could probably work on is advice giving skills especially like you said the advice being more for you than for them i think that can be really tricky as well if you don't realize that you're being a little, like, self-serving in your device. Mm. But it is something to keep in mind, you know. Think about it. Does this help them or does it help me? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, my next point actually goes sort of with that. But, like, not really. But anyway, it's all about becoming a better friend, guys. Like, if you haven't caught on yet, like, that's what this episode is about. Um, so... My next tip is to stop talking about your friend behind their back. And I think that this is one that if you've been friends with someone for a very long time, you can slip into it without realizing. And it can come from a point where you just want to vent about something. But then it can turn into maybe something more vicious over time without you realizing it. Like if you say, oh my gosh, I'm so annoyed at Sally for ditching me at the party at Greg's last weekend. How 
stupid of her. But I can't tell her about that because it's, I know it's fleeting. So I'm actually going to talk to our mutual friend, um, Chrissy, about it and find out what her thoughts are and just like get it off my chest, talk to someone, and then, you know, I can return to my friendship with Sally and have that burden off my back. But by doing that, you're incorporating someone into the problem. You might be blowing it out of proportion and... It's just not good. And also nobody likes being talked about behind their backs. And if it comes back to your friend, that's going to be really bad. And yeah, it's just gonna, you're gonna look bad. They're gonna be embarrassed. It's not gonna be a good time. So just like, if you have something you, that's on your mind, um, communicate with them and tell them. So and we're not saying that you shouldn't ask for advice from another person. Yeah. But just to go about it carefully and make sure you're not disparaging the friend that you're getting advice about. Exactly. Yeah. And just try to approach it as neutral as possible because like you said, it's you could ruin the friendship for the other person that you're asking advice from. Mm. Not just ruin the friendship between you and that other person, but like you just don't want to put them in a, a weird situation. Right. Have you ever been in that sort of situation? Um, no. I mean, I've definitely talked about people behind their back. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Full stop. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't, like, sometimes I worry a little that I've said something to someone and that they're going to turn around and say something mm. uh, to the other person. Because especially in the YouTube world, Everyone kind of has to act like they like each other, but a lot of the time, a lot of people don't like each other. Yeah. And so sometimes I, I'm afraid that I might have mentioned something to someone and they've pretended like they are like indifferent towards the person. And I, so I feel like it's an okay person to talk with it about. Mm -hmm. And then if I find out that they're actually quite close to the person I was talking to or like, that's never happened, but like there's always that risk of it happening. And especially with, with online, it's like, you don't know who knows another person. Cause I've, I've never been in this situation where I was the one talking about other people, but I've been around people who were talking about someone who I knew I wasn't friends with them. Um, but we had like hung out in groups before and I didn't, I knew, like I was invited by one person to this event and I didn't really, I knew of the other people in the group with us, but I didn't, I wasn't friends with them. They didn't know me. This is the first time they had ever met me and they were talking about this person in front of me. And I was just going like, you people don't know who I know. You don't know who I'm friends with. You could be talking about my best friend. Yeah. So I was like a little taken aback with that. And it's definitely showed me an experience where, yes, you do need to like watch what you say around other people and don't talk about people behind their backs. Because I know for sure that like the person they were talking about and the people who were talking in the group, like that they've had interactions together and that like on the surface they're like, acquaintances so i was like <laughs> oh yeah, yeah it's like yeah tmi you know and also yeah if someone's talking about uh their f supposed friend uh behind their backs it says a lot about their character so correct you probably yes. don't want to put yourself in that position where someone's questioning your character and like 
even in a moment where you're just like frustrated with your friend and you just need to get it off your chest and just like talk about it for a second, you should be careful about like who you're talking to mm-hmm. because it can come off like you are a really bad friend. And um, if you want to become a better f- quality friend, that's maybe something you should watch out for. Next point (laughs) is to go to them first in friendships we have a bad habit of disengagement from the problem if we see that something is bothering someone we ignore it or we simply let them stew we'll say they'll come to me when they're ready it's great to give others emotional space but we also need to just ovary up and ask people what's going on (laughs) yeah ovary up (laughs) ovary the fuck up Yeah, I think that ties in really well, though, with, like, uh, stop talking about your friend behind their back. Because, like, if you have a problem, you should just just talk to them. Um, and equally, if you if you think your friend is, like, going through a tough time, just be like, hey, what's, what's the dealio? Mm. What's up, you know? Yeah, it's sort of like being there or communicating. Yeah. The, this point sort of goes with them. You can understand it as uh, going to them first when you have an issue. Mm-hmm. Or you can understand it as you need to be the first to say like, hey, let's hang out. Yeah. Or like, don't always expect the other person to be that. To like come to you and say, hey, let's go out for coffee or yeah. what have you. Um, exactly. And I know this is a huge issue in my life because I just uh, – I don't know. I just like I just figure people don't want to hang out or like they're too busy or uh, like once we start hanging out, it's going to be boring. And I just don't want to put myself or them in a situation where they don't like. So I just don't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that that's very common, though. Like I have a lot of trouble with going to people first and uh, it's something I'm working on, but uh, it can be really stressful and like I don't want to bother anyone and I get it, you know. Everyone has their own stuff, so you don't want to mess it up for someone, but sometimes it can strengthen your friendship if you reach out. The next point I have is to remember that your words mean something, and by that I just mean, like, if you're in the heat of the moment, think about what you're going to say, you know. Some stuff just can't be taken back. And, you know, once you say it, it's like you've crossed a line and the friendship might be seriously damaged from that point. Um, So just like, even though you're friends with someone, don't rag on them for how they dress because you think you have free reign over uh, them and your opinions uh, are somehow superior or maybe... Like, oh, they, they'll always know that I'm joking because that's not always the case, you know? Like, sometimes uh, if someone's said something to me that has made me feel awkward or embarrassed, it will haunt me for a really long time. Um, or, you know, it'll just be, like, on my mind. Like, when you told me that I was judgmental, I really, like, thought about that and mm. it it meant so much to me. But at the time, like, you... It was just like a passing thing. Like, you didn't think about it at all until the next time we hung out. And I was like, am I judgmental still? (laughs) And you were like, what? (laughs) No. (laughs) So, yeah. I have an issue, I think, with that just in general. But for everyone out there, just think before you leap is really the 
takeaway from this. So, like, anytime you're considering leaping, just, like, think a second and then then go ahead and leap. Yes. Thank you for explaining that phrase. <laughs> oh, no <everyone>. problem. Because <laughs> I, I can be sort of blunt, so I just say things. And, like, a lot of the time, like you mentioned, it's I think it's just going to be funny or they're going to get that it's a joke. Yeah. Like, I remember one time I was with some people and I, like, commented on the shorts that this guy was wearing. Oh, my God. But, like, I, he, this person that I commented to, he's, like, a, a funny guy and he, like, makes, like, self-deprecating jokes and, mm-hmm. like, is a comedian. And so I thought this would, like, go over well, right? Right. <laughs> and, I mean, he did – I don't think he heard me. Because it was, like, at a party, but the person that we were with was, like, don't say that to him. And I was, like, what? <laughs> They're, like, he's a fragile boy. That's what they said. What? I was, like, a fragile boy. He's, like, sometimes he takes those things to heart, and I, like, hadn't realized it. Oh. And, like, it was just because I had never seen him in shorts before. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had only ever seen him in pants, so it was, like, something that stuck out, and I thought it'd be okay to, like, joke about. Uh. But maybe because I also thought maybe because it was a guy, and he wouldn't take it as, like, it isn't, like, insulting a girl for her, like, fashion. And fashion tends to be more of, like, a point for a girl mm-hmm. than for a guy. But maybe I'm just being um, sexist right now. I mean... Or actually, I can't be sexist because I'm talking about a man. Then I'm being... Dis- no, stereotypical. No, yeah, something like that. I mean, yeah, stereotypical. I feel like stereotypical fits. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, unfortunate. But yeah, you are very blunt, and I think um, when you don't know the person so well, it could be really hard to judge something like that. Yeah, I mean, I do know the person well. That's the thing. It was- Never mind. <laughs> this is a very specific case, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I think there's one last point we should talk about. Okay. Um, and I would say it's probably one of the biggest ones, but also, like, one of the ones I struggle with on the reg when it comes to friends. Do you know what it is, Mary? <sighs> Flaking <laughs> out. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. basically, if you want to become a better friend, like... Stop flaking out on your friends. Uh, If you've made plans with them, you know, at least if you have to cancel for whatever reason, like give them a heads up whenever you start to get those feelings or whenever you find out you can't make it. But stop just flaking on them and writing it off as, oh, we've been friends for 17 years. It's fine. Like they'll understand. And, you know... (sighs) for uh nine out of ten times they may understand but that tenth time maybe joey won't forgive you and maybe it was his birthday party or um his engagement party or um the christening of his chihuahua you know it (laughs) might be something that was really important to him and you missing out on that um might be the last straw so i think if you do have a habit of flaking out on people for whatever reason and you feel like all of the times that you set out to make plans you find a reason to not go just take a step back and say you know what rain or shine I'm going to this next thing I'm gonna make it up to them and if you do have to cancel I find that 
what's really helpful is being like, I can't make it to this date, uh, but I will be there for your chihuahua's christening because I know it is important to you, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with all of the above. Uh, like you said, I would just make sure it doesn't become a habit is the big thing. Like, it's okay to every once in a while not feel up to going out or doing something. Yeah. But people are going to start to think that you're ghosting them mm-hmm. if you, like, repeatedly say, I don't want to do this. And I would say always be honest. Yeah. Uh, don't, like, make up some excuse like, oh, sorry, I had to wash my hair. <laughs> like, just say, like, I'm feeling really down today. I can't – I don't think I can, like, be up to the task of – going to the movies or yeah. like it, it just just say the reason why like yeah. I know for us we've had lots of instances where like one of us will be like sorry I just can't today mm-hmm. um whether it's we're too busy or it's because like we're just not having the best day yeah and like as if you're really friends with someone they're gonna understand um just don't make it a like a hallmark of your friendship that like they always ask you to do stuff and you always flake out yeah definitely so those have been all of our steps and tips and ways of getting to be a better quality friend with someone else we hope that you learned something from them like i know that listening you guys realize the ones that are like our biggest issues and i'm sure that you've heard one that you're like oh yeah you're right i do that all the time that should be something i pay attention to Mm -hmm. and I really think that by looking at your friendship and maybe seeing where those gaps are um you might be like oh I never hang out with this person because of whatever reason uh or I never text them back or I'm too passive aggressive and you know by figuring out those things you can work on them and you might end up with a stronger friendship in the end um or you just might feel better about yourself by making this effort you know and it's okay to feel better about yourself if that's (laughs) what it is yeah I mean like I know earlier we said like don't do it just because you want to make yourself feel better like it's okay (laughs) like if you're taking steps to become a better person in general, that's always going to be a good thing. Yeah. So don't forget that. Yeah, don't forget that. Okay. Any last thoughts before we go out? None. All right. Well, thanks for listening to Make New Friends. Do you have a story about friendship you'd like to share? Email us at makenewfriendspodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter and Facebook at newfriendspod. Special thanks to our producer, Alex Papworth, and music by Max Wallace. For show notes, research, blog posts, and more, head on over to makenewfriendspodcast.com, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Ciao. Ciao, Bella.